0: What's up, guys? It's episode three fifty-eight. Welcome back to the show. Slow
1: up, no, I don't teach. I got no love for the fakeness If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this, I'll always show up and make a statement. I don't never slow up, no, I don't taste I got no love for the fakeness. If you wanna play tough and wanna hate this, I'll always show up and make a
0: statement. Hey, what's up? It's Jacqueline. Welcome back to the show welcome back to the show and happy merry christmas happy hanukkah happy holidays happy whatever you celebrate does anyone remember or if you're currently working in retail how much you were reprimanded for saying merry christmas during (laughs) this time of year like i remember when i worked at tommy hilfiger um i worked at tommy hilfiger coach juicy couture what else yeah and that was like part of the training or like during the holiday season was like, okay, make sure make sure to say happy holidays. Cause not everyone celebrates Christmas. And um, I don't know, like it always rubbed me, rubbed me the wrong way because where I lived was a, a magnet for people from Vancouver to shop at. Cause they came down to the outlet malls from yeah, Vancouver and they were mostly Asian and they were like, obviously celebrating Christmas. But like, I remember I like said Merry Christmas to an Asian lady once my manager was like, it's happy holidays she doesn't you don't know if she celebrates Christmas I'm like she said Merry Christmas first and I said it back so it's not that big of a deal but like it was always a thing it was always a thing and I was always like annoyed by it and um anyways I have a fun show for you today um happy Chinese New Year when is Chinese New Year I'm just thinking of the Asians out there who celebrate their holidays Chinese New Year Chinese New Year, 2024, isn't it? January, February? February 10th. That's not even Christmas. Do Chinese people celebrate Christmas? Now we're going down a rabbit hole. Do Chinese people celebrate Christmas? Obviously, they fucking do. Most people in China do not celebrate as people do in the West. Fuck me. Like many foreign customs that China has absorbed and adapted over the centuries, Christmas also has developed its unique Chinese flair in China. Um how it's celebrated in in 2023 there's an entire article here on um christmas in china how it's okay da, 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 da. we're not even doing the correct intro here I haven't asked you to subscribe i ha- haven't asked you to uh review the show um haven't asked i haven't asked you how you're doing we're going right into talking about chinese people like i started this off like i don't even know um one of my goals in 2024 is to get back to my roots and talk as like raw and, and unedited as possible, like I used to, because like literally I- I'm like saying Chinese people on purpose because I feel like for the last, I don't know, like two-ish years, I'm like scared to say anything about any race or any demographic of any kind of person out there, any gender, anything. Like I'm like, I censor the fuck out of myself. <sighs> I do I hate when I I'm like okay I feel like I've been um afraid of it like it's not even I'm like why can't I say Chinese people like why does that sound racist like literally just me saying that feels racist like I I don't like that because about where my show has gone because I just feel like I don't know it's not my I'm not being like true to myself like I shouldn't anyways um like subscribe comment what am I saying subscribe to the podcast uh Please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please hit that subscribe button. I'm here once a week. Um, I got to record this right now for Instagram. We're uh, we're doing a promo video. We're gonna repeat that. So enjoy this repeated intro. Actually, I'm not going to. I'm just gonna say my. I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna tell my origin story. I'm gonna tell my origin story. Before I tell my origin story. I want to tell you what, what I've got for you on the podcast today. Okay. We've got drama. We've got news. We've got Matt Rife, We've got Netflix. <laughs> we've got a viral product I purchased and immediately returned because it sucked and a story about how I bought something in that same category. That's 10 times more expensive. Um, that's arriving tomorrow that I will get into in a second. Um, and I'm going to go off on viral TikTok shop products and how they suck and how um I'm like di- absolutely burnout out and disgusted and over the consumer culture we live in and fucking TikTok shop like every time I go on TikTok now it's like the little thing on the bottom is like TikTok shop it's like so gross and I'm so over it and I was influenced to buy something that sucks from TikTok shop and here I'm talking about TikTok shop giving them <laughs> like I just hate that whenever someone's like, I was on TikTok shop. I'm like, shut up. Um, What else do I have? I'm going to expose myself. We're going to talk about my screen time this week. Some weird Google searches I've made. Um, Golf. Taylor Swift. Yeah. uh, Let's get into it. So like I said, I'm going to tell my origin story for Instagram right now because I'm assuming that most of you watching this right now, hi, if you're listening, I'm over on my phone doing a selfie video. I'm assuming that most of you, um, I'm getting myself all cute now, cause I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna tell my story. I'm assuming that if you're watching this on Instagram, like you follow me, you're like, I know she has a podcast, but I haven't really listened to it before. Or I don't know much about how she got started in podcasting and I'm curious. So this is my origin story. Hi, I'm Jacqueline, I'm a podcast host. I've been podcasting for three years and this is how it happened, okay? I never set out to be a podcast host. That wasn't my plan, Um, but I was 26. It was 2020, I'm 26 years old. I had hit my rock bottom, okay? Pandemic hit, I'm down and out, I'm depressed. I gained 35 pounds, I'm like on my couch watching Netflix all day, like not going outside. This was from like May to September, okay? On September 4th, 2020, I sat down on my couch in my little apartment. It was a very cute apartment. I do kind of miss my apartment. Anyways, I sat down on my couch in my little apartment. And I put on the uh I put on YouTube and I put on the last episode Joe Rogan recorded in his old studio before he moved to Austin. This happened to be a five-hour podcast with Duncan Trussell okay I was committed I'm on my couch it's like 9 p.m. I was like I'm staying up all night I pop some popcorn okay and within 10 minutes I'm already on my phone like watching it on the tv like passively watching on the tv and then being on my phone like scrolling Instagram and I got a dm from someone that I should start a podcast because they responded to my story about something I had written and they're like you should do a podcast on this without hesitation I went into my bedroom grabbed my little Old Apple headphones with the little microphone, the corded ones. I grabbed that, I plugged it into my phone, I downloaded an audio recording app and told my entire 2020 story, start to finish, from like month, month by month by month. And immediately, all the stars aligned. I got the bug. I was like, it felt so good to podcast, to talk it out, to share my story. And I decided to <laughs> podcast seven days a week for a year. Okay. I made it 300 days. And now it's a weekly podcast, but that's the gist. Like it was literally a DM I got from someone. Shout out Kane. I don't think you follow me anymore, but I'm going to tag you. Um, You sent me the DM DM, and now 358 podcasts later, I'm still doing it. And um, this is my passion. This is my dream. This is my retirement plan. Like this is what I'm cut out to do. And I always say this, like, you know, there's a place for everyone in this world. I believe this is where I'm supposed to be. Okay, because I'm like the kid in class. Like, if the teacher was like, hey, hey guys, I need someone to get up and tell their story once a week to the entire audience here and share their life story. Um, Does anyone want to do it? I'm like the kid, I just raise my hand. Okay, I raise my hand, I'll do it. You know, put me in coach. Like, that's that's what I'm doing here. Um, If that makes any sense, it's just like, it's so natural to me. I feel like I'm flying, and the number one takeaway or the number one thing. this podcast is done for me. Is this too long for Instagram? I'm okay. Got to (laughs) keep. I wanted to make this like a one minute reel, but like, this is going to be like a 10 minute Instagram video. Like whatever. Um, podcasting completely healed me because I was listening to my soul speak every single day. I was, is this redundant for the the people? (laughs) Like, I'm like, okay, got you. You're new. You're learning about my story over here on Instagram. Then I've got my OG listeners on my audio here. Like over they're rehearing this story for the 50th time but this is important because I got to share my story and tell my audience here on Instagram they need to know too um by the way subscribe to my podcast go to my bio or whatever and like it's the Spotify link go follow my podcast um I was listening to my soul speak for, for seven days a week okay I was and what I mean by soul speak is you've got all this stuff in your head right and people recommend journaling meditation like getting your thoughts on paper talking to a therapist talking to a friend i was literally talking to myself out loud and that gave me what did it do It, it like built this super strong bond with myself and this love for myself that was like so like deep because when you hear your thoughts come out and you're just sitting with yourself, like that is so healing. And so that's what happened. And I went from being down and out. Like I, I started this story in the beginning saying, you know, I'm down and out. I'm on my couch. I'm I have nothing going on. I was on unemployment. I was I had no job at the time. Like I was just I I was like a lost little puppy in this pandemic world. Like I don't know what to do, right? So this completely 180 my life and everything just improved since then. And um, I can't recommend talking out loud to yourself enough. Like literally it is the shit. Like, people think it's, like, <laughs> and and people are, like, oh, my favorite thi-. Like, I don't know where this story is going now, but we're just going to keep going. Um, and then I got to get back to my podcast. Where we're going to talk about all those topics I mentioned in the beginning. People are always, like, I don't get how you podcast and talk to yourself for an hour. Sometimes this is two hours. Like, they're, like, I don't get it. And um, this is the easiest shit I've ever done. Like, literally. Like, this is, <laughs> it's, like, the thrill, there's so much, I get all this adrenaline and excitement about coming up with shit on the fly and like keeping people's attention. And like at any one time I have like 10 tangents in my head and I go from like one to the other, back to this one, back. It's like this fun game this entire time. And um, it's hard for me to shut up. A lot of times I end my podcast and I'm like, I, I don't want to stop. Like um, it's literally like, this is how you know you found your passion. This is my advice. Like. It's got to feel like that. It's got to feel like. What did I say? Like I'm flying. Like I'm so giddy. I'm so happy. I love it. Like. And I know a lot of people out there. Starting podcasts too. And I'll I'll just be raw right now. (sighs) People are doing podcasting now. Because it's super lucrative. And they can make all this money. And it's like you know. Big money grab now. And they can. Which is great. We all got to live. We all have to make our money. I haven't made shit from this podcast. It's a little secret. To the audience right now. To you. Literally like people meet me and they're like what the fuck I thought this was your full-time gig I'm a full-time nine-to-five chick work from home chick on the on the side okay that's my that that keeps the lights on this is the passion right that's insane so um going into 2024 we're gonna switch some things up okay we're gonna like get things in kick things into high gear okay because um, I'm turning 30 and uh like I want to just really want to prove to myself that I can build this into a business because at this point it's like, what the fuck are you doing? You have almost 400 podcast episodes and you haven't made a dime from it. Like, what are you doing? Um, uh, by the way, if you want to set, put a little tip in my tip jar, patreon.com slash TJMS, it's $5 a month. If you enjoyed this, if you're still here, if, uh, you know, you want to support me in my podcast, retirement plan, career journey, whatever. Um, patreon.com slash TJMS. It stands for the Jacqueline Monroe show. Um, sorry if you're on the audio right now this is a long thing we're gonna get to the main podcast but this is this is important that i post this on instagram for people that don't know me like this okay i feel like they just see that i have a podcast but they've have, they they don't know they don't know the backstory so um what else uh what's my why why do i want to do this why do i wanna, why do i want a podcast and what's the whole point um yo we're all the same. Okay. We all have the same problems. We all go through the same shit. I literally think like, it's so crazy, especially when I see like uber famous people on like regular bitches podcast. I'm like, what the fuck? Like they're talking about like real life stuff. It's like, we're all the same. We're all going through it. I want to be a sense of comfort and companionship for you. A best friend online, someone who's just, you know, sharing their life and making you feel like You're not alone. I mean, all the cliches, like literally, because I know what it's like, because I used to listen to podcasts around the clock and I still do. I'm a huge fan of podcasters and podcasting in general, but like, I know what it's like to be like a little down and out and depressed, taking a walk and listening to a podcast and feeling a sense of comfort and peace. So that's what I, that's my why. Like, I want to give that to you. And I also want to teach people how to live a kick-ass life and how to, um, like, be the shit for real like be the shit and like think you're the shit because and not in like a arrogant like narcissist narcissistic cocky way but in like a real way because is this too long for Instagram can Instagram do 20 minute videos okay this podcast if you're on the audio like I keep going back to this this is taking a weird uh this is a just skip ahead if you if you've heard this like skip ahead okay um I lost my train of thought this happens all the time we'll get back to it um oh living a kick-ass life and being the shit so I want to see more people with their shit together on the internet I'm pro that I'm anti like all these people talking about all their problems all day long because I I and I want to be a source of um the opposite of that I want to be like hey I was on this journey I didn't have my shit together but now I do and here's how you can have your shit together too okay I don't sit and talk about my mental health all day and how I'm down and out and how like i it's not about that. It's about here's all the things I learned and here's how I'm living now because I've gone on this journey and now I'm on the other side. If you're on a journey your whole life and you're always down and out and trying to figure it out, like listen to my podcast, okay? I'm going to help you get to the other side, okay? Because I'm on the other side now and literally it's like I – it's a mind fuck how good my life is and I'm not being – like that, that might sound insane because like who says that? But literally I don't have my the same struggles mentally, physically that I used to So because I – literally talked it out on my podcast honestly and I figured it all out and I've applied all these lessons I've learned um and I've had all these epiphanies live on the podcast before which are crazy like when that happens it's like oh my god and I talk about them all the time so um yeah that's the story that's my origin story that's how I started podcasting again if you want to hang out with me once a week Go on my uh, bio to my Spotify link. You can also listen on Apple, Spotify. Stu- <laughs> I just said that. All the places you listen to podcasts, you can go subscribe there. Love you. Uh, thanks for listening to my story, and I will talk to you on this podcast. Go listen to this episode 358. I'm going to get back back to it right now. Okay, that was a little weird. I'm still here. Um, I really wanted to do that, though. So if you're still here, or I'm sure you skipped ahead, like, that was important i did that because for the longest time i feel like i've been throwing out podcasts throwing throwing out clips and like the dots just pro- they probably don't connect for anyone that comes across my podcast for the first time on on like instagram or tiktok or whatever cuz unless you're like an actual listener like you probably know nothing so or you like you don't know like why i'm here and what my story is so i really wanted to get that out and um, it's kind of like I killed two birds, birds with one stone. I could have just recorded that separately and then <laughs> posted it, but I did it during the podcast, which is fun for you if you're all, if you're new right now, cause you got to hear that for the first time, but probably not super fun if you already heard that. Okay. Um, because I've talked about it. I, I, I feel like I reshare my origin story like every three months. Okay. So, um, Taylor Swift. I had a thought about Taylor Swift. Okay. She needs a happily ever after. Okay. She needs the, she, she needs a fairy tale. I want it so bad for her. I want her and Travis to get married, to go the distance, to have a beautiful little family and to live happily ever after. Like I like, I, cause people are being haters, you know, they're like, Oh, like, you know, they always like to talk shit. This relationship won't last, blah, 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 blah. I'm not like a super fan of Taylor Swift. I'm like, I'm kind of neutral like I think she's great I think she's such a she's like the most talented songwriter of our generation you know she's a mogul she's everything like she's I put her above Beyonce to be honest like I Beyonce's here nor there to me because I don't know I just don't like how she's like an ice queen and she just seems like she's not like Taylor Swift is like girl next door down to earth super normal super cool super real like she's close with her fans like I don't know I love everything about that side of her so um anyways she needs the fairy tale she needs a happily ever after I want to see this happen I'm I want to put this out there like I they're gonna get married Taylor Travis is gonna propose to her and people are like predicting like February um no but like literally I'm like what a perfect ending to her story you know she starts out when she's like what 16 writing her little our song is you know that and then it It's like album after album after album tour after tour after tour and she's talking about you know her love stories and her breakups and all this shit and it's like for her to have a perfect happily ever after right into the sunset with like a hot NFL player and like have a cute ass family with him like yes that is like the American dream and I and I really um because he's a I think it's a whole like he's a football player thing you know It's not like he's an actor or or a uh, singer, like, yeah. He's a podcast host. I was listening to his, or I was watching a clip from, what's it called? It's called, like, something hype? I don't know. No. The (laughs) longest, what is their podcast called with his brother? Anyways, I was watching a clip of him talking about that lateral pass he threw in the last game and how, um, he was like breaking down like how he saw the defenders coming and like the open spots and how I don't know he was like getting all technical with it and anyways it was it was cool um, yeah so there's your Taylor Swift segment um, let's get into the the viral curling iron okay don't buy it it's a piece of shit okay I think there's this Amika one I think it's the original thermal brush from Amika I bet I I'm assuming that's the best version of it or the best brand to buy if you don't know what if you don't know what I'm talking about for the last I don't know like two months two three months I've been seeing non-stop sponsored like TikTok shop I hate t- TikTok shop is so I'm over I'm like it's just so pop corny what is the word like gimmicky like I feel like I'm at the fucking carnival like that is TikTok shop makes me feel like I'm walking around a carnival putting in like trying to get tickets to buy shit at the little you know little kiosk where you can give them tickets and they give you a toy or something like it's just it's so gimmicky I don't know there's just something about it anyways I've been seeing this thermal brush Okay. You got the, every age group, you got 12 year olds, you got your 20 year olds, you got your 35 year olds, you got your 45, like literally all these women are coming on with their long hair. They're curling in their hair on this thermal brush and they're like, Holy shit. This is like, you went to the salon and you got to blow out. Okay. I got influenced. Okay. I saw one too many ads and I was influenced to buy the K and K thermal brush from Amazon. Okay. I didn't buy it from TikTok shop. I think, I think I made it sound like I did, but I didn't. Um, I'm a little weary about putting my credit card information on TikTok. I don't know. Is that how you do it? Do you just buy it all through the app? It's like a little weird. So I got the K and K thermal brush for $56. Okay. Um, it's a piece of shit. It's an absolute piece of shit. It doesn't get hot enough. You can't change the heat settings. It like rips your hair. So like the whole idea is it doesn't make noise. People are like, um, they're, they're hyping it up. Cause they're like, Oh my God. Like, Usually, if you use, like, the Revlon blow dryer one, the, the one everyone has, I have it. Um, I'm throwing it away tomorrow, and I'll tell you why. We're going to get to an exciting purchase in about two minutes. Um, people are like, oh, it doesn't make any noise. It makes a perfect, like, blowout look. I think if you had short hair, okay, it would probably work. But I have long, thick, fine hair, and it's trash. Like, I, I – let me de-influence you right now. Like, if you have long hair, if you, if you don't want to spend – like, I thought it was going to be a quick – like oh I'm gonna just put some curls in my hair and like go no it's it, it takes a long ass time so um like does anyone wear hot rollers anymore are hot rollers around like I remember I remember growing up like getting ready for school and I'd put little hot ro- rollers in my hair uh, and they worked so well maybe I'll get hot well I won't now because you'll hear about my exciting purchase um I think you might know where I'm going we're on we're in we're in the hair tool segment right now so let me just like tell you well I already kind of told you the categories of this podcast I'm just going down the list okay I had to tell my origin story that was important for me okay I'm going into the new year I want to acquire you know fresh listeners from Instagram and now they have my story on a little selfie video I think that's a cute way to do it um cool I'm wearing a red sweater (laughs) for Christmas so curling uh, yeah the curling tool sucks so um I'm returning it and what did I buy what did she buy? All right. Get on the edge of your seats or maybe stand up or brace yourself or um, I don't know why they make this so dramatic. I got the Dyson Airwrap. Okay. I got the Blue Blush Limited Edition Holiday Limited Edition Dyson Airwrap. Wrap. Okay when you girl math this biatch, because it's $600, I got it on sale for $4.99. When you girl math this, it's free. It's basically a dollar a day. Okay. Think about how many times you whip out your hair tools. Okay. It's a daily occurrence. Why haven't I bought, why did I not buy this when it first came out? Like, I think the price tag for a hair tool is a little steep. Like I, I, I don't think it's worth, I think it's I know there's like the shark one that everyone loves the it's like the similar it's a similar like air drying heat stuff I don't know like curling hair tool it's from shark shark also makes vacuums I believe they also made a hair a dupe for the Dyson air wrap oh my god this is a tongue twister so because so back to the girl math and the dollar a day like I'm gonna use this every day of my life like it's worth the money because I'm using it every day and I think I I talked about this on my Christmas gift episode a couple weeks back I talked about how when you're buying gifts whether this is for other people or yourself or just not even gifts just things for yourself in general or other people let me include other people um think about the categories that you use every single day of the week like toothbrush hairbrush loofah body wash pillows like things around your house like you use them every day let's get into curling irons hair dryers every day buy the best thing in that category if you can invest in the best thing with the best quality with the best result with the best like i got a sonic hair toothbrush okay i was using a manual toothbrush for like three years okay three years I'm 29 years oh I don't like saying that fuck me I'm 20 (laughs) I can't wait for my 30th birthday episode that's going to be insane I don't know what I'm going to do uh for my 30th birthday I'm going to manifest this right now I want to be on Joe Joe Rogan's podcast that's how I want to kick off my 30s send someone that's listening right now please send this if you know Joe Rogan like send this to him um so yeah buy the best thing in that category what am i saying so for me it's a dyson air wrap right it's like the rolls royce of hair tools buy it like i just do it i'm i know like i haven't even used it yet but i just know it's gonna like literally change my life so um yeah back to the gift guide gift giving tip like think of all the categories even like um like shoes is kind of different um thinking of like i'm thinking of like the self-care type things like um yeah just try to find like the best quality in that category skims like if you want good quality underwear underwear oh my god that was like the number one thing my mom taught me as a young person I don't know when I was like 12 or what she's like never buy shitty underwear always buy the best underwear you wear them every single day underwear and bras don't be cheap about it um cool so uh, Merry Christmas to me. It's funny because I, <laughs> I wasn't planning on buying this. Like I literally was so fed up with this goddamn thermal brush that TikTok influenced me to buy. I'm going to delete TikTok in 2024. Like I'm just, I'm just, ugh, my, the internet is rotting my brain. It's rotting it. It's rotting yours too. Like I'm sure you're probably addicted to your phone like I am. I'm going to expose myself in my screen time at the end of this episode So stick around if you want to hear how many hours I'm on my phone every day. Um, it's definitely rotting my brain, but, um, yeah, the, I got, I was so burnt out of, or so over this thermal brush. I, I, I was trying to make it work. Cause I'm like, everyone raves about it. It's cheap. Like people make it seem like it's the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, F this. So, um, literally this is a story about the Dyson. So like literally yesterday, I'm like, let me take a gander over on Dyson.com. Let me go see what's, uh what's on sale over there in the Dyson air wrap category and little did I know they had a hundred dollars off their blue blush air wrap and I just started obsessing okay then I went back to TikTok like literally it's like I look for tutorials on, t- on TikTok of this thing unboxing videos once this happens I'm fucked okay this happened with my wedding dress too like once I get something on my brain like a product I want or like a thing I can't If I, if, if I start obsessing about it, like looking it up, dreaming about it, like I need to get it. Like, that's how, you know, you need something. It's like, it's not, it's like $500. It's like, that's a lot for a curling iron, but like, it's a Christmas. It's so the story I want to tell is like literally yesterday, I didn't plan on buying this. I... Haven't talked about it ever with like Corey. I, we, I, it was like I knew about it for like years, right? It's been around, but I didn't. Is this too long of a segment on the Dyson Air wrap I apologize. Uh, whatever. Um, if you want to look hot, this is a tip hair, tan, nails. That's it. I talked about this before. You don't have to have like super glam makeup on, but like if your hair looks like you went to the salon and got it blown out, okay. Your nails are nice and done. They don't have to be fake. You don't have to have fake nails, just nice nails nice hair, and a little glow to your skin. It's the winter season. You don't need to have a dark fake tan on, okay? Tan uh, tan, nails hair, the trifecta of being hot. Get it, figure it out, okay? I have had shitty hair, and I'll admit it, my hair sucks, okay, I've been getting it colored, I've been getting it cut recently, so it's starting to look nicer, but I don't put any time and effort into making it look styled and nice and with a, like a good bounce and shape and volume because my hair tools suck, okay? fuck the Revlon <laughs> fuck that it's like frying my hair all the little bristles are like cracked and crumbled and like broken I like can't wait to throw it away like figure it out okay make the investments in those three categories okay uh protect your skin from the sun obviously but like get a little glow action going with little like Juergens seven uh a gradual tanner seven t- <laughs> do you remember that shit when that came out I was buying that around the clock in high school this the gradual Jurgen's natural glow anyways yesterday Corey calls me at lunch because he always calls he always calls me at lunch hold on I'm getting parched he always calls me at lunch it's one of my favorite things about him get a man get you a man that checks in with you all day long but not in like a obsessive way in like a we're just always in communication and we always want to like talk to each other and hear from each other and it's like a good good feeling like I don't know and we always FaceTime like I think that's a big red like not a red flag necessarily but like off the bat it was like FaceTime calls all like only from Corey and I just think there, there's something about that um they're just so much better anyways um I put it in his ear I said honey I can't stop thinking about the Dyson Air Airwrap I can't stop thinking about the Dyson Air Airwrap and he goes, well, how much is it? And I said, they, they're doing a sale. It's $4.99. He goes, he's like, get it. You'll, you know, you'll use it all the time. Like, you know, you'll, um, love it. And you know, you're <laughs> like, he was just like saying all the, you know, the things you should say and, um, then he was clearly on the website. Okay. Then he starts asking me, he's at work, right? He's like, he's like, now do you like the, this is where like the tone started shifting. He goes, well, do you like the blue one or the red one? Or they have this gray one here with like orange on it. He's like, what color do you like best? So he's on the website and that's when I started getting excited. I'm like, he's going to put this in his cart and buy it for me right here, right here now. Okay. That's how <laughs> full of shit I am. No, I'm kidding. Um, So I started noticing, wait, he wants to buy this for me. Or like, I think he thinks I'm calling him because... I want him to get it for me for Christmas. Right. And it's like, as he should, cause I'm sure if you're listening, you're like, yeah, he should get you that. Um, he's gotten me a lot of th- nice things. Okay. Like I'm, um, I i do not expect this. I never expect anything. That's another number one relationship advice or tip. If you're a girl out there and you think you're hot shit and you, a man should just fully 100% bend over backwards and take care of you. And where you don't have to lift a, lift a finger, like, like, you're full of shit wait what am I saying the tip is don't be so entitled and expect things just be gracious and if they want to do it for you allow them to don't push back like let them do it because they want to it makes them feel like you know that that's how men show their love a lot of a lot of the times it's by providing gifting taking care of you with nice things and just be gracious and don't don't expect it like I don't know. I'm always just dumbfounded. Like I'm always like, what? Like you want to get this from your, like, yeah, it's always a nice gesture. And I'm always just like, holy shit. Like I can't sometimes I'm like, this is so nice. And like, I don't know. Like I know I deserve it, but like it's sometimes hard to receive. Like I'm kind of one of those people. It's like, I'm, I'm like good at receiving gifts and stuff, but like not at the same time. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I didn't grow up with like super nice things all the time and like experiences and dinners. And like, now that I have it, it's like, Whoa, you know? Um, but anyways, he goes, what color do you like? And then I knew where this is going and I'm like, okay. And he's like, well, do you want me to get it for you? And I was like, no, 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 no. Like um, long story short, I bought it for myself. I did. I bought it for myself and um, I did it this morning in the sauna, like at the gym. Like I was just like, okay, I got to get this done. Um, And it's literally getting shipped. It's like coming tomorrow. That's how fast it ships or whatever. Um, But it's funny how we, this morning we were talking about it in the car on the way to the gym. And he's like, I know why you called me yesterday. You wanted me to buy it for you. I know this game. I'm not new to this game. Blah, 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 blah. It's just funny how like I told him, I'm like, I just needed your input as like a friend. Like I just need to know like some advice or like what you think about this purchase like I wanted to run it by you first before I did it anyways like it's funny how um I don't know uh I golfed last weekend I made my, made my first birdie shout out Point Loma uh, or the Loma Club that's where I golfed <sighs> I chipped one right next to the hole literally within two feet and I was like, okay, okay. This is, what I get it. This is why people golf. And this is, why pe- this is why people are obsessed with golf. When you hit those shots, you're like, it. it's like it puts chills down my spine. Like my technique isn't super sound yet. Like as far as my like chipping goes and even my full swing, like it's a little wonky. It needs work. I'm still working on it. You know, I'm going into year two of golf. And my latest kick or the latest goal I have for myself is to go play golf instead of just hitting balls of the range. So, um, yeah, I had a few good shots. I had my first birdie, so I'm golfing and we're probably going to golf again this weekend. Um, now we're going to talk about Netflix. So what have I been watching on Netflix? Do you ask? How are you doing, by the way? Let me do a little check-in, Get a little, do a little pulse check on the audience here. Um, I'm getting notifications off the chain right now. Hold on. Oh, God. <laughs> I cannot repeat what Corey texted me. Just get you a man that sends you texts that make you want to throw your, or like bury your phone, especially if you're in public because you're like, oh my God, if someone read that, they would be like, okay, oh, oh. Like, you know, get like, those kind of texts. So um <laughs> it's like I'm smiling so big because he sent me something. Oh my God. <sighs> I'm just such a giddy little schoolgirl. Um, that's how you should be in your relationship. Like if you're not, if you're like sad all the time and angry and like pissed off, like okay, I was getting my laser hair removal done. She probably listens to this because I told her I have this podcast. Well, maybe she does. But it's so crazy. It's so crazy to me when I listen to people talk about their relationships or their exes or whatever, because I'm like, okay, we've all been there. Like I've allowed so much shit in relationships. I have let things slide for so long. Like I know what that's like. Like I've been there, done that. But now that I'm on the other side and something super healthy and super like ideal as far as like life partner choosing goes and like marriage goes and future daddy or future father to my kids goes like like I've landed something that's like a neat I swear to god it feels like I found the chalice what's that thing called the holy grail of men like literally and well for me because it's like you know not everyone's his cup of tea not everyone's my cup of tea. it's finding your match right so um what am I saying what is this podcast we can do it we can do it we're gonna get through it because I it's I want to have a wild Friday Friday night I I don't want to be staring at this uh podcast and editing it for too long so we got to like keep it on on the tracks um totally went blank whoa holy shit I scored a man what am I saying I um oh it's crazy when I hear people talk about their relationships and when they start complaining about the guys they the guy they're with and they've been with them for like three years and they're talking about it's like and I'm like I just don't I'm like whoa dude like I have I know I have it really good I know I'm really blessed and lucky or whatever like I have all those things on my like I you know I'm the God said here Jacqueline like you're gonna have a, you're gonna get a good one, and it's all gonna work out, and you're gonna be extremely happy and extremely like fulfilled, and you won't have anything to worry about. There will be no drama, no like anything, no cra- like anger, rage, craziness, toxicity. You will have a healthy situation. That's like what I was given from the heavens. Like I swear to God, like that's how it feels. Um, but yeah, I just. Sometimes when I listen to people talk about their relationships or when I oversee things or overhear things, I'm like, oh my God, like it doesn't have to be like that. And if it is like that, I think it's about self-love because to be honest, to be honest, like I allowed the, when I was, when I didn't really know my worth and I didn't truly like love myself and when I didn't value myself or Yeah, like, that's when I allowed all the toxic behavior because I just felt that that was a dynamic. Like, I was malleable. I was moldable. I was willing to put up with things because I was, like, holding on for dear life because I um, also had, like, an ego, like, about, like, I don't want to lose this man because I want to keep him because I feel like he's the prize and I put him on a pedestal, like, that whole thing. Oh, my God, never do that. Um, So I was, like yeah always like holding on like gripping on for dear life and anyways but when you're when you know you're, you're worthy of perfection and really not nothing's perfect but when you when you yeah know your worth and love yourself um you don't put you don't have time for bullshit you don't put up with it you cut it off like it just if it happens you're like oh well okay goodbye done I know it's easier I know it's That's, like, an easy thing to say or, like, it's not that simple. Um, And love is blind. Ain't that the truth? Like, you – my whole career in dating was, like, oh, I'm super physically attracted to them. And so as long as – even if they're, like, pissing me off right now, well, they're fun to look at. Like, that was always the thing. Like, they're – because I was so attracted to them, like, all the – bad things they would do to me and how they would treat me would like slide or I would like not I would like kind of like I was like blind to it because I was like oh well they're hot that's not good that's not good so um another tip like I don't know this is going to be the relationship advice segment for some reason I don't know what what was I going to talk about oh Netflix is and I've mentioned this before but longevity or like if you want longevity in a relationship you where it's like fun and exciting and it, it never dries out or whatever like all the all the things that people talk about like marriage is boring or it's like your life ends when you get married people are so like dramatic about it like the secret to relationships and for long-term relationships is being best friends truly like liking them as a person being able to just talk to them all day long about whatever like you go on a seven hour road trip it's banter the whole time it's fun the whole time there's jokes there's fun there's deep talks there's everything like you that is this true because a lot of life is mundane is boring is transitional like you're going from the car to the house you're going from the house to the you're like walking around room to room and you're passing by each other and it's just very like trans it's just yeah kind of mundane and ho-hum and like yeah you know but if you meet someone or if you're if you can date someone or marry someone that makes those little transitional lulls and weird like boring moments fun and entertaining you won the lottery like that is the secret right there because i have that and i can tell you right now life is fun as shit when i'm with corey because everything is like Literally, and I've talked about this so many times. Like it's from the time we wake up to the time we go to bed. It's like all day long. Um, I'm literally marrying a joke machine, like a comedy machine. It's so fun. Like, um, <laughs> and I guess it's everyone's got you know their preference, what they like, what they're into. I didn't realize how important. I I knew I loved comedy. I love humor. I'm I'm not a serious person myself, and um, it's really nice when you meet someone who matches that kind of energy and um he's like actually funny like (laughs) like I feel like all the guys I've ever dated were like dad joke guys like squares squares which is crazy because Corey's a golfer and like most golfers are very square very boring very like robotic he's like not but um am I a square I'm kind of am I like a goober he says I'm a goober kind of a nerd sometimes when I listen back to my podcast I feel like do I have a lisp (laughs) what kind of what's my vibe wait I always wonder this like like you can never perceive yourself from the eyes of someone else but so the whole like social media thing is like the it's like the attempt or the you attempt to control you attempt to yeah manage the perception manage other people's perception of you by what you post and that's like what everyone's doing everyone's like like, this is who I want to be. This is how I want people to think of me. So I'm going to, th- therefore, I'm going to post this kind of stuff and these kind of pictures and write these kind of things. And it's all about like controlling people's perception of you. You'll never be able to perceive yourself from the eyes of someone else. So it's always interesting. me. I'm like, what the fuck is my vibe? Okay. Like, I i am a little tacky. I'm a little brash. Sometimes I swear, I, you know, I, I know that I'm not polished and like, you know, Hoity toity like that. Um, just, just, you know, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm just, I'm a good fucking time. If you're still here, I'm a good time. That's what this is. I'm a good time. Um, yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're still listening, I'm, it must be a good time because, uh, hi. Um, my listening rate or whatever is crazy. It can like show you now, like I have these analytics on Spotify, like the retention of your listeners over the course of an episode. And I'm always just like, I, I want to shit my pants. I'm like, um, people apparently like to hear what I have to say. So we watched Leave the World Behind on Netflix. Okay. Leave the World Behind. It's got, oh my God, is it Bullock or is it Andrews? Okay. Andrew, No. Jennifer, no, Julia Roberts, wait, Julia Roberts and Sandra Bullock are the same person, prove me wrong, hold on, let me look at Google, Julia Roberts, I'm watching this Leave the World Behind documentary on Netflix, it's very dystopian, it's very, like, end of the world-y, kind of like, you know, if shit hit the fan and the power grid turned off and we all had to, like, fend for ourselves, like, what would happen, like, it's, it's very realistic like that, um, hold on, Julia Roberts, Sandra Bullock, um, but I'm like, oh wait, Julia Roberts, Sandra Bullock, Jennifer Gardner, same person. Wait a minute, is this a thing? Oh my god, wait a minute, this is scary. It's mostly Rob, Julia Roberts, and Sandra Bullock for me. That confuse me. Um, they like facially, or they've been in similar movies, like like rom coms and. Like like is Miss Congeniality Sandra Bullock or is it Julia Roberts? It's Sandra Bullock. But like my brain gets discombobulated. Okay, anyway, so it's I'm looking at their faces right now. It's Julia Roberts is in this. Who else is in this? Robert Downey Jr., I think. Isn't it? Who, who what's the cast? Whatever. It's produced by the Obamas, weirdly. Um people are like the only reason I Oh no, Ethan Hawke, Julia Roberts, Kevin Bacon, not Robert Downey Jr. Um, I can't say his name, but his it's like Ma or Marsh, Marshalla Ali, great actor. Um, yeah, people online were talking about how the Obamas produced it, and it's like super realistic, as if the government like wrote the script. Like, okay you're on a family vacation you're at an airbnb and this is the the premise you're at an airbnb and then i don't know at some point you're like trying to turn on the tv to watch movies or something and the internet goes out and okay so now you have no wi-fi and then like weird things start happening someone knocks on your door and it happens to be the owners of the airbnb and they had to flee the city because the power was all out there or something and they had to go they wanted to stay at their home that they rented out to you for the week for your vacation. And now they want to come and stay with you because they don't feel safe in the city, like something like that. Like, I, I don't know if I'm getting that perfect. Um, but yeah, it was this crazy, like kind of thriller vibe documentary. Highly recommend watching it if you haven't. Um, and what I loved, what I, what I think it depicted so perfectly is building trust with strangers over time. And how at first, like this couple, not this couple, this daughter and this son, no, mother of God, am I here? We're here. We're we're on the rails. We're back. Okay. This father and daughter knock on the door because they own this mansion. It's like this beautiful, I think they're outside of New York somewhere. I don't know what the location was, but kind of outside of the city. They knock on the door and they were at like the symphony or at some like hoity-toity party the word of the podcast hoity-toity um and they had to leave because you know the power shut off or the wife I don't know like something happened with the grid (laughs) and they knocked on the door and these people came to like stay on vacation there and they're just so sketched out like the dad so it's Sandra Bullock or excuse me Julia Roberts and the husband uh, you know answer the door the kids are like asleep they have two kids there and uh julia (laughs) jesus julia roberts is getting all like she's picking up the like sketchiness of this situation she's like you know we didn't see their car pull in. we didn't even hear them like come up to the door like i don't trust these people there's you know she she was getting all like weirded out by them and but what i'm trying to say is over the course of the movie you see how the trust starts to build because shit's hitting the fan there's planes planes crashing because there's the sensors on them get all fucked up when the grid goes down there's like crazy um sound weapons blasting there's um weather shit happening there's um like trying to remember like the scary parts of this movie or just like the weird parts it was kind of just it was weird um oh yeah like cars crashing like anyways I just really liked that part how it was very it was realistic like seeing because at first when you meet someone you're like and you're welcoming welcoming they were welcoming the dad and the daughter into their own home but they were like we're renting this on Airbnb like this is where we're staying on our vacation and there but the, the what we didn't know is the dad was part of this he like knew people that worked in the defense department and he had overheard things about this happening and blah 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 blah. so he like knew what was going on and that's why he wanted to come stay at his own house and hunker down and um it was really cute I don't know like with a daughter and she was like obsessed with friends and the endings kind of like you'll either either love it or hate it I was really hoping for a sequel situation um am I still recording yeah okay I'm like dragging this Netflix thing on a little too long. So you watch that. We're also watching a World War II on the front lines documentary where it's got raw footage from World War II, like super up close and personal in color, because they've completely like revamped the footage, the black and white footage. And it's gripping, like, oh. And what I can't get over, I'm like, it's just so strange to me, or it's hard to like wrap my head around. The look and the feel of world world war ii meaning like they just look too they're dressed a little too nice for being soldiers or something like it, it was weird like the english the germans the french everyone was just like in, in the videos like so the japanese the americans i don't know It just had such a they're all so clean cut and i know that's how our soldiers are now in the, in the military like Clean shave, clean hair. You know, nice outfits. Or like, they're a little more like rugged looking now, I guess, with their outfits. But like back then, it was just so they looked a little too pristine to be shooting the shit out of each other. And I don't know. It was just like, just, and then also hearing from the soldiers, like they they interviewed them, and the Nazis are still alive, and it's just it's this one guy had said he like was walking in the forest and he was ordered to shoot this Jewish man and he like let him go and he t- told the guy you know I'm not a monster I'm a human being and he like kept walking and he lived and I don't know it was just it's crazy so we're watching that on Netflix highly recommend Leave the World Behind the World War Two on the Frontlines documentary and then we watched this surgeon I think it's called Bad Surgeon no is it Bad Surgeon I think it is about this windpipe uh surgeon who like was a complete fraud and it's like this love story triangle thing it's crazy so watch that um i really like those medical documentaries where it's like dr death was a good one um where they're just complete flukes and just like literally using people as guinea pigs and they don't even know what the fuck they're doing or they do know what they're doing and they're just Pretending like it works. For example, this guy was cutting people's throats apart and putting plastic tracheas in them that were supposedly meant to grow stem cells on them. But these poor people's windpipes, these plastic windpipes, were collapsing and they weren't functional, and the the stem cells weren't even growing on them, and they were they died. It was horrifying. Like I think the it was a rough watch because they had footage of like post surgery. You know, this nice looking young girl is like, you know, smiling at the doctor and. Um, you just know that over the next three years, she's going to go through hell because her windpipe, I don't know how she lived for three years. They like kept her alive. Like she couldn't talk, but she could like write. And, um, it was like her throat was like rotting from the inside out. It was horrible. Like some people died faster, obviously like within a month or two after the surgery, he was, he's, he's walking and talking right now, living a free man, living as a free man. Um, doctor, it's like mock bad surgeon. I don't know. Do you like this segment? Are you into these topics? I don't know. Bad surgeon. Love under the knife. Macarini. Uh, Paolo Macarini. Yeah, it's... He was like dating this woman and she was like, you know... drinking all the snake oil or whatever and he was just schmoozing her the whole time meanwhile he had like a wife and kid in italy and then like another wife and kid in barcelona like that she found on a girl's trip because she was suspicious and it was like this whole, and they were supposed to get married and like i don't know he like knew all these super high level people like they he wanted to invite like the clintons to his wedding in italy and like um what's his face the Piano Man, um, Rod Stewart, not him. Who's the other guy that's really good at piano? Bon Jovi. No, I can't say his name. It's like I'm drawing a blank right now. Bad Surgeon. Bla- bad Surgeon, Leave the World Behind, and the World War II Docs. Highly recommend. Very good. Very good watches across the board. Um, I haven't seen – those are it's – it's been a while where I'm like I – like it's hit or miss on Netflix, but those ones are really, those are all really good ones. Um, Matt Rife, I guess I'll talk about him. So my whole brand here has always been, I don't talk about things I don't know about. <laughs> um, and this is, this is one of those things, the Matt Rife drama where I'm like, I don't really know about it. I didn't watch his Netflix special. I've heard about what he's said and done. And I just think he's too pretty. That's all I that's all I know. Like he's <laughs> um, I feel like he's going a little too hard in the paint defending himself or like going on podcasts and talking about it. Like just I don't know why this is even a thing and why it's such a huge like topic right now. Like everyone's talking about what Matt Reif did. It's like okay. Like, this is nothing. It's a it's a nothing burger in my opinion. Like he made a domestic violence joke on in his Netflix special and um he has a mostly female female audience because he's like a pretty boy, like hot boy, like, you know, it looks like he could be in like one direction or whatever. Like <laughs> um and so and he grew on TikTok for doing all of his crowd work, uh, clips, and he was like Forbes, whatever, most he made like 20 million dollars this year um you know he's high level like at that he's on his way up or whatever like he's um peaking or not peaking he's hot right now that's what it is he's hot right now and I've seen his crowd work I think he's really quick I think he's great I don't really have anything negative to say about him I just know that like everyone's like he did make a stupid ass comment on that um On a video bunny i think's her name on tiktok she like she's like this blonde fun like creator that sits in her closet and talks about i don't know like girly stuff i've i've watched her videos um but anyways matt rife made a comment on one of her videos to um directed at her six-year-old son and said something along the lines of like um Santa's not real and your mom buys your Christmas presents from the money she makes on OnlyFans like just such an out-of-pocket like not even it's not even accurate like she doesn't have OnlyFans she doesn't make her money off that it was just like what the fu- like why comment that so people are just hating on him for that too like big time and um I don't know I think he's giving it a lot of he's yeah it just seems like he's giving this too much attention it, it doesn't like I don't know okay here's my whole opinion about being targeted online or being quote-unquote like canceled for something you say it's not even like you're canceled you're just like hated on for a while about something you said or did my whole take on it is like don't react don't react to it act just keep it moving that's what I don't understand like when people literally go dark go off the internet like unless you did something that's literally illegal that you could go to jail for like if you said something people are offended by and you lost your female audience like oh that's shitty right like you know what a, how ironic is that you know you you're offending the it's like it's comedy I don't know like again I didn't watch his special I think I saw a clip of it it was very quick like he made a quick comment about something about like if if a woman this woman knew how to cook she wouldn't have this black eye or I don't know something along those lines and um but yeah the whole cancel thing like um You know, I've said some out-of-pocket shit about, like, or in support of Andrew Tate before. I'm keeping that shit on the internet. Like, I don't care. You don't like it? Like, like, you don't have to follow me, watch me, listen to me. Like, that's how I think. I don't understand how people let the masses, like, shut them down or make them, like, why say anything? Like, don't clap back. Don't try to defend yourself. Never, never explain. That's the best advice. Never explain. You don't need to, like, I don't know um this guy made a good point about it he's like Matt Reif didn't sign the social contract that he's like a white man in society who's like a good-looking white man comic he speaks what he says isn't it's it's as if that's Matt Reif himself in his worldview not a character he's playing as a comics worldview Where like if you're kind of doing a shtick or if you're doing a bit and you say something it alleviates that like it it alleviates that thing where the audience the audience per, per, doesn't perceive what you're saying as like that's coming from what you think in your mind it's like the act you're doing or like the shtick or the bit like a character. So uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like um, it just softens the blow a little more. It makes it less like it's coming straight from your mind. And because Matt Reif blew up because of his crowd work, like we know Matt Reif is Matt Rife on stage talking to people as Matt Reif. Um, And so I don't know. This guy made a good point. Like you have to like know your audience and like her – know where they're coming from and like, I don't know what the fuck, I don't know. It's just some shit I ever heard. What's new? Um, Okay, time to expose myself. History on my Google. Well, we know I just searched Sandra Bullock and Julia Roberts. Okay, we checked out on Dyson.com. I probably don't have any weird Google searches on my laptop here. Cropped workout tea vintage. Yeah, I've been wearing this waist trainer at the gym, and I don't like wearing a sports bra with it where I'm like sports bra, waist trainer, and leggings. I like having a flowier top, the crop top, over the waist trainer, and then the leggings, if that makes sense. Like that whole silhouette. So, um, Let me go on my, my iPhone. I'm going to do my screen time and my Google searches, and then I need to wrap this up because I want to have a wild Friday night, and I don't want to be – this is actually how I – um <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm like doing two things at once. oh God, history Google history, how do I go to it? Oh did I clear my history? Why is it not popping up? It's probably taken a while to populate. Let's see if I have any like oh my God, n f l Sunday ticket that's such a, f- a f- okay. I got to go on a a rant right now about watching NFL games. What? There needs to be – now, I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan, okay? I live in California. They always – whenever it's, like, Sunday and the Seahawks are playing and, like, the Chargers or the Rams are playing or, like, the Raiders, I don't know, people more in this region, people – teams more in this region, those are the games that are broadcasted on, like, ABC – um fox like you know like the main nfl game channels okay like for me to watch the seahawks i have to literally go through all of these hula hoops pay all this money and then sometimes when i go all that go that distance i can't even i can't even figure it out and find it and watch it and it's like a whole thing so i i finally figured out okay the key to success if you want to watch a seahawks or all the games for the most part is YouTube TV plus NFL Sunday ticket. Tell me why. Okay. I'm paying for like, what is this? Um, am I paying for is Corey? <laughs> we've got direct TV here. Okay. And we have apps. We have an Xbox. We have all different types of ways to watch. We've got another TV with different apps. We've got FUBU. We've got like, I don't know, Peacock, We've got all we've got all of them, okay. Um, and what am I saying? But watch the Seahawks. I got YouTube TV, okay. So I'm. What am I saying? The Direct TV, that whole situation, plus like you know our subscriptions for all the other apps is like I don't know, 150 plus dollars a month ish, maybe less. Um, I don't know if that includes Wi Fi. Probably does. Whatever. So for me to watch the Seahawks, I have to pay $72.99 a month for YouTube TV. We already have DirecTV, so we're already watching all the main channels that YouTube TV basically has too. So it's like buying the same thing for seventy two ninety nine a month. Plus the NFL Sunday ticket gives you access to all the games, but it's like $350 on top of the $72, $72.99 a month. So it's been this whole thing where like it's Sunday, you know, maybe we're here, maybe we're at Corey's parents house or wherever where someone's house with a tv and i want to watch the seahawks and we're like oh shit we need to you i'll have to like log into my youtube youtube tv well i keep canceling it because i'm i'm like oh i'm only going to use it for this game because i don't want to keep paying for this then i have to rebuy it get a refund like i go through all these like i try to you know finagle a little bit just because i'm a cheap ass because it's like why would i spend that fucking much just to watch one game Um, I think the key to success is go to, like, a Seahawks bar. There's one in Pacific Beach here in San Diego. It's called Thrusters. Like, I should just show up there every weekend because, like, honestly, I'm a little checked out of the Seahawks this year at this point. It's a little bit, um, eh, you know. All I have to say is Charbonnet. 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 Right? Is that how you say it? Kick-ass running back. He cuts. He cuts. Like, it's there's certain running backs where you watch them, and you're like, it's just like they get through the line. They're passing the defender. They're just getting through it, and they're making they're making yards. They're making those, getting those yards. They're not just. I feel like most of the time you watch a running back, they just run into the the line and they're tackled. Like they don't cut. They don't get get around it. Charbonnet, he's this kid out of UCLA, I believe. Um, so good. We also have Walker. He's good. He's solid. I think he's our like main first string. Um, Gino's hurt I don't know he hasn't really impressed me this year like he's he's pretty solid but like a lot of the a lot of the times in the fourth quarter he like he just shuts down in the pocket and you're like come on you know what I mean like get out of there get a little athletic with it like back up 20 yards if you have to like run around like but he'll just kind of like back up and get sacked and it's like fuck me you know Um, I get real passionate about the Seahawks it's just like it's the one thing that makes me connected to my home in Washington the most, you know? Like something about the Seahawks. Okay, Google searches. We didn't get to those, but I pulled up, oh, um, oh, because I had a YouTube TV uh tab open. Peppercinis. I Googled Peppercinis. how I googled how narcissists handle confrontation here's a fun thing to read so I was dealing with a narcissist and I was like trying to get I was confirming that I wasn't crazy basically by reading this I was trying to like confirm that I wasn't crazy so how do narcissists handle confrontation and I've dealt with a lot of narcissists in my life it's like um yeah it's unfortunately they're everywhere um but if you don't know that you're dealing with one, dealing with one, then you'll the you'll react um how a normal person would react and you're going to get burned every time and defeated and you're going to feel crazy and you're going to just like feel like your life is hell. But if you know you're dealing with one, you know how to respond and react. And the best way to deal with a narcissist is to not give them anything. They want you to respond and react and fight back and they need that that's how they thrive so um you can't you almost it's it's so hard to do in the moment but like that's the that's the key so i was googling this is one of my google searches how narcissists handle confrontation number one rage at you number two gaslight you use word salad and confuse you three stonewall you say nothing at all like you don't matter uh number four lie and or play the victim play the victim is a huge one uh five twist everything said deflect then blame you and six punish you for making them liable give you silent treatment and yeah yeah so it's very manipulative it's very just it's just not it's like so easy to live a good life and be a good person and not be so emotionally unstable like I always go back to perspective like I don't know what I don't know maybe it's because of all the adversity I faced and all of the trauma and the bullying and the blah 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 all the the shit bag of things I've gone through in my life I swear I feel it's like I had to go through all of that to gain this immense perspective about life and the world around me and people and relationships, like all of the things. Right. And so now because I have that overarching perspective and like very macro view of things, I don't, I don't get, I don't get hung up on details and small things. And um, when people Do me wrong. I I don't know. Like I don't get all. I don't re. I'm not highly reactive and angry and like. I just choose peace and love every time. Like as much as possible. Like it's just not worth it. It's not that I'm just a. I don't let people walk all over me. Okay, but if someone walks all over you, makes you feel like shit, like. I think old me, younger me, you know, it took me a while to get to this point. I think I would tell them off and get all, like, heated and shit. But, like, now I'm literally, like, level-headed, like, this hurt my feelings when you said this. I don't appreciate – you know, I'm more, like, eloquent about it or more stable, like, level about it than all emotional. and like, fuck you. Like, it's just not worth it. Um, Those types of people are never worth it either. Like, if someone does you wrong like that or – makes you angry makes you feel crazy or hurts you or whatever like just like pray for them literally just like pray for them like like ugh. um what other weird google searches are on here um how to make tamales in the instant pot i, I don't even have an instant pot oh like um how to remove a stuffy unclogging, un- un- how to remove uh or how to unclog your sinuses, a booty workout. Last, oh, this is like an old search. Last living suspect in 1996, drive by shooting of Tupac Shakur, Shakur indicted in Las Vegas on murder charge. That's crazy. That happened like back a couple months ago now. Um. Okay, screen time. This is where, woo. This is where we get embarrassed or not even embarrassed. We get, we get honest. We get really, um, where do I go to screen time? Home screen. Do I just search screen time? I think it's like six hours. Let me guess what it is. I bet it's like six something. Okay. My average, sc- my daily average average in the last seven days, is five hours and 33 minutes um, on my phone. How do I see? Okay, today I was on my phone for four hours. I was on Instagram for an hour and 26 minutes. A TikTok for 42, okay. Reddit for six minutes. This is very eye-opening. So like, So in the course of this week, I've been on my phone for 33 hours and 23 minutes. I invite you before you like judge me because I, oh, fuck it. I don't even care. I own this. Like I know what I'm doing. But like I'm sure like if your screen time is like an hour and a half. Whoa. Like I don't know anyone out there that's literally that low. Um, I guess if you're like doing stuff all day long and like you're just not, ne- you don't have any downtime or like you just read instead of, I don't know. Um it's like a way of life now. It's a really weird thing to reflect on. Like it's been exasperated post pandy, post pandemic. Like the the phone usage, like it's kind of always been in my hand and in front of my face for like the last ten years now. Ten, maybe like twelve, what yeah. But um, it's just wild. Like it's, I think there was a time, I don't know, like maybe just say like six years ago where I wonder like if I had to look back six years, like what my screen time would have been then versus now. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying to like think about this. Like it was like a slow burn over time where now everywhere you go, All the time. People are just staring at their phones. Like I I was in the grocery store. I was at Trader Joe's and like, I can't tell you how many people were like headphones in like phone in their hands, like shopping, like grocery shopping. Like, I don't know, like standing in line, just staring at their phones. Like, you know, and I, I always go back to the Gary V quote, like don't fight reality, like embrace it. Like you can't, you're not going to, you're not going to change it. I think the only thing you can control is how much you're on your phone like ah, discipline is like it's the highest form of self-love as they say it's the highest form so like my quality of life is very high okay I have a very good life a very easy life I am very blessed I'm very privileged I don't struggle a, a lot like I'm you know what I mean so I wonder how much more my quality of life would improve by not looking at my phone because I'm not really affected by it. I'm sure I am. I'm sure I'm all the things that are bad about social media are, you know, they've hit me in some way or another in the, in my career on the internet. Like I'm sure. Okay. I'll, of course. Um, but I don't fester about it. I don't think about it. I just, I think one thing I've been good at is, curating my feeds where I'm only seeing things that I, I, I unfollow and I mute a lot or I like get rid of the clutter as much as possible like I try not to I don't know like follow people that irk me you know like that's not good or um I follow a lot of like news accounts because I, I think that's what it is I like to go on my phone for news stories and like seeing what's happening in the world like I think it's good to have a pulse on that at all times like just having a you know a light understanding of what's happening in the world like you know there's a 52 foot whale that washed up here in, in san diego a couple days ago like i'm glad i saw that i'm glad i followed that uh nbc san diego f- feed because i got you know what i mean like i that's like that's a good w- way to use your phone for for news for connecting with people your friends like seeing what they're up to like you know i don't think it's that bad i just yeah, quality of life, improving if I, I don't know, like, do I just, I always think about like, what would I do instead? Because I've been reading more. I think reading, Um. I don't know. I don't have any like, yeah, area, I'm like, where are my areas, areas of weakness that I need to improve? Like, okay, I'm on my phone a lot. We clearly just found that out. But like, what area is like eating me alive right now? Not really anything. Like, where I'm like, oh, I need to get super disciplined and like just switch it up and like, you know, change something I'm doing in my life. I need to make a change. Like, I don't feel like I need to make a change. Um, like I'm always wor- I'm always working towards like little goals, big goals, whatever. But like I'm talking about my day to day routines and how I live my life. Like, what do I really need to switch? Like, that's the thing. When shit hits the fan, this is how I know that it's time to make a change. Okay? And I'm this I'm this kind of person. I don't know if you can relate to this, but unfortunately, this is how, it's how I'm wired. I get to a point where I literally crack and I get so over it, over how I'm living, over how I'm acting, over my situation, over it where I'm like it's almost like it's been beat to death. I've been putting up with it for so long and then I'm like at this rock bottom where I'm like, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna start fresh I'm gonna change my life I am gonna da-da-da-da-da. like it has to get to that point though so I think I'm at a, a point in my life now where things things might not be a 10 out of 10 they're like an 8 out of 10 but like they could be a 10 out of 10 if I had a little more discipline or what you know what I mean like I can make micro adjustments to improve in certain areas but nothing where I'm like at rock bottom where I'm like fuck me you know and I've been there most of my life I feel like um or not most of my life. I go in waves, but I I just always think of like from sixteen, ugh, maybe even younger than that. Let's just say sixteen to twenty six. That was kind of my those were my growing pain years of just like being a teenager, going to college, moving to California by myself, figuring it out, dating people, breaking up with people, like you know. And then now I'm twenty nine. I'm engaged. My life's pretty sweet. And yeah, I want to ride this fucking wave for the rest of my, like, ah, like I do not know how to explain it. I'm like, dude, like, isn't this, this is like, so then it's inspiring. Then I get inspired by myself. And then I'm like, how can I level up again? Or like, how can I have this as my launching pad and then where could I go from here? And I think I'm at that place where I'm like, I'm ready for that next, you know, endeavor or that next thing. Cause I'm in a good, I have a good base now. Um, but we'll see what that is. I'm excited for my thirties. Let's just say that I think, um, kids are in the works are going to be in the works or in the conversation in <laughs> on this podcast, um, which is so insane. I like get so excited and nervous about it at the same time. Like it's like, Ugh. I don't know how to explain it it's just so crazy I'm like and I always reflect on this I'm like there's so many things in my life like time fucking flies okay I definitely went through the whole pandemic skip where like okay it's 2020 now it's 2023 like what the fuck happened like where did that time go and now I'm turning 30 next year like what you know but it's crazy like all I talked about all all of these or excuse me let me get water then I'm gonna wrap this up I would say things when I was younger, like, Oh, I want to get married someday. I want to have kids. Or I always envisioned by the time I'm 30 or around 30, I'll like settle down or I'll like start a family, you know, but then it's crazy when you're like right there doing it and reality hits and you're like, Oh my God. And that's so exciting. It's like, yeah, like, because I, I think, it feels good. I always say this, like it feels good to put stakes in the ground and make decisions in life and commit to things. Commitment feels fucking good. It does. And I think so many people in my generation are scared of commitment. They're scared of settling down. They're scared of, oh God, if I have kids, I'm going to be, I can never go back. Or if I get married, I'm, oh, the divorce rate. It's like, they're just so, they're so negative about it. And I think I've always took the approach that like, what do I have to lose? Like, I I only see the net positive over time. Like I always recommend or something that I've heard and other people recommend is like, think of yourself at 52, like, and not having kids or like, I don't know, like think of yourself as an old person, like, and it's just you, like, you don't want that, you know? So figure it out, figure it out, figure it out the, figure out your hair, your good hair, your tan and your nails, figure out your relationship, family situation if you want it I'm I only can speak from my experience of what I want so it's like easy for me to say these things but like I get it like most people or not most like a good amount of people out there don't want what I want so who am I to say that you know that this is what you should go after I just see I, just uh it's like again it's like so so easy for me to say because I know that I'm lucky, like I. So that's what I'm here for. Like you know, if anything, I, I hope to be a source of inspiration and light and hope and like that it's possible. Like I literally, my biggest episode is my episode about getting cheated on, <laughs> and then I met Corey within like a month, and now I'm engaged to him. And we're getting married. Like, dude, life just it get it get it keeps going it goes on you will get through it and yeah what are my pillars of my main pillars on this show decide commit because it feels good don't be wishy-washy and indecisive because yeah commitment feels good deciding on things feels good uh stop thinking shut your brain off shut your goddamn brain off stop overthinking stop thinking if Have a short – have a shutoff valve for shit talk in your mind, okay? If you have to get on Prozac like myself, (laughs) go fucking talk to a psychologist. Like, I swear to God, like, one of my biggest tips or if you really – if you spiral all day long, if you're really depressed all the time and negative and down on yourself all the time and gloomy, just always in, like, a frumpy, dumpy mood, I'm pro-medication, okay? I'm – I used to be – oh, my God, it's – oh uh, I don't want to be on meds da, 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 and like and they're po- and then you see all these fucking fitness people now like oh every gr- girls need to get off birth control off meds like you need to be all natural track your cycle blah blah, blah eat your fucking red meat like I get it like there's a, such an idealistic um like picture being painted right now of like a perfect little healthy body mind and soul out there like I don't know it's super like holistic and whole and well and uh, it's like um if you're curious I'm in my luteal phase so apparently I'm gonna be a raging bitch in the next week um yeah but if you're take it from me I when I was at my rock bottom I got th- with a therapist I got a medication and it shut off that shit talking part of my brain and I remember telling my therapist I was like you know when we do our check-ins you know, she's like, how are things going, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't hate myself anymore. Like I don't think about all the negative things about myself anymore. Like I literally don't. And now it's leaving all this space for me to think about what I'm good at, think about what I like about myself. And it's like, holy shit, I'm actually a cool person. I'm actually like, I got it going on. And so like, yeah, but if you can naturally just shut that part off of your, of your brain, cause it's, it doesn't serve you. There's no, it's not useful your mind your negative comments to yourself in your mind are useless the you know I'm too fat people don't like me I'm awkward I'm weird in social situations like none of that helps you none of it does it's it's useless information for you to think about so if you medication helps take it from me practicing it helps um talking it out helps like you know talk to someone um what are my other tips I don't know I have all these things like (sighs) I do want to I want to go into 20 I want to make my brand I don't know like let me end the episode like I think we're going to see a big shift in content creation in 2024 I feel it coming I feel like people are getting burnout like I said in the beginning of this consumer culture this overconsumption culture this influencer culture this flashy people just spending and blowing money and trying to be famous and shake their ass and show their tits and swipe up and blah, blah blah like I think we're kind of maxing out of that as a society and I think the rise of regular people is gonna um take over or unfold where I know that's kind of happening already but like I don't know I want to see more people with their shit together that's another thing you know, less of like, let's all, like, you know how I know this is happening? Victoria's Secret is getting the hot bitches. They're, they're bringing the hot bitches back, okay? Victoria's Secret is bringing the angels back. They're saying, fuck, we've lost money. People aren't buying our, our shit. We're bringing what Victoria's Secret is all about back, which is unattainable beauty, okay? When, so that's a good sign, okay? When the fat models start going away and the hot bitches come back, like, that's when you know Things are heading in a better direction as a society. And I'm because uh, we need that. We need to be looking at things that are uh, like everything like ebbs and flows or there's always the pendulum always swings back to the middle eventually. But like we've had too much of this like here are my stretch marks, my cellulite, my pimples, and I have all these problems and I'm I'm going to therapy and I'm on fertility treatment and I'm telling you all my problems with my relationship and i told you all it's just like oversharing as fuck and it's like uh, i want to teach people how to have their shit together and how to like be hot healthy and happy you know that's my that's my why hot healthy and happy hot healthy and happy corey just texted me are you fil- still filming um i don't know i'm just i don't want to contribute to like the just bullshit of the internet (laughs) am i probably a little bit like you know what's happening though like people are pushing back on influencers like they're over over oversharing is cringe oversharing is cringe and i kind of get it like i've been doing that for three years so i'm a little bit it's like too far gone now and like this is i'm not changing what i'm doing here at all um but yeah anyways I got to wrap this up. Should I call Corey and put him on speaker and just see what's going on? Let me call him. He always picks up. Get you a man that always picks up. Hi, honey. You're on the podcast.
1: Oh, wonderful. How are you doing?
0: Good. I'm wrapping it up, but I just wanted to check in. Are you still at the office? I am. Yes. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> um, do you I'll want be
1: I'll be back in about a half hour just checking in. Okay, so well. How are you doing?
0: Okay, well, I'm just wrapping up. Do you want to say anything to the podcast or do you have any life advice?
1: Don't wait. Find what your passion is and go for it. Just don't wait. And never stop. Just keep doing what you love.
0: And buy <laughs> buy your woman the Dyson Airwrap. So she no, I'm kidding.
1: No. No. Buyer woman laser hair removal.
0: True. I'm kidding. That's I talk a
1: gift that keeps on giving because the Dyson wrap can break, but no hair will stay forever.
0: Do you know it gro- it grows back after pregnancy? Honey. <laughs> no, like literally. Oops. No, like Oops. it could happen. It it might not, but like it sometimes happens.
1: Well, we'll just pretend it won't. Yeah. I didn't hear that. La la
0: la. La la la. Okay. Um, do you want normal dinner here or fancy dinner or what kind of dinner?
1: Well, let's do a little of both. We'll do normal fancy.
0: Here? Do you want me to cook? You're good
1: at that. Yeah. We have a lot of food.
0: We have so much food. Yeah. I got really good cottage cheese today.
1: Let's do cottage cheese (laughs) and something else. And beef. Yeah. I like beef and like, I don't know. I'm feeling like kind of feeling like pasta but I know I
0: have I have some we can make that
1: are you feeling it kind of let's do that in like your meatballs
0: okay Okay. Should we just go to an Italian restaurant instead
1: I mean no no no. we can do that on the weekend
0: yeah let's yeah keep it tight
1: let's let's stay true to what we were talking about
0: stay true to who you are um yeah uh, ooh. Do I have anything else to ask you? Um, I don't wish keep I had. Waiting. I know. <laughs> I wish I had a fun riddle or something. Like a joke. Like, what does the cat say to the? What do you call a cow with no legs?
1: What is the? What did I? What do I say to you in the morning? Don't go to the road that's untraveled, but take the highway to the.
0: <laughs> no, you say don't take the. Don't go down the path if you don't know the road or don't go on the road if you don't know the map. Don't
1: go down the dirt trail if you can't go on the main road.
0: I don't know. (laughs) Um, Honey, why are you so like up in the morning, like in high spirits?
1: Well, a lot of it depends on what happened the night before. So nothing happened the night before, if you know what I mean. Then,
0: Honey, no, I'm not talking about like... Okay. I'm talking about like your resting state in the morning is just so positive.
1: I mean, I choose to look one or the other and I choose the latter.
0: (laughs) Okay. I always talk about how in the morning you're like, how many different ways, like you're, it's like, as if your brain is like, how many different ways can I make Jacqueline laugh in the first five minutes of her waking up?
1: I know, but when you have triple D breaths, honey, <laughs> but, that's really what happens. That's why it's like, oh, I feel it. Okay, it's still there. Okay, that's why we,
0: I should so interview I you. Under, I should put you is on this here. More, going more on your
1: Patreon. This is your Patreon.
0: No, do you know what my Patreon is? Uh,
1: sexual context. For no, no,
0: I'm <laughs> no. Oh my god, why are you like your head? It must <laughs> god damn. Okay, uh, do you know my you link?
1: Me, remember. <laughs> Uh, this is my show. Get honestly.
0: you a man that publicly sexualizes you on the internet to right f- millions That's right. of people.
1: This is my show. <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: Um, Patreon.com/slash/tjms. That's
1: right. These cool. A piece square. Five dollars right, a see month. You in a bit. I'm leaving in ten minutes. Okay. Bye-bye. Love
0: you. Love you too. Okay. Bye. Patreon.com/slash/tjms for uh, if you want to tip me, it's five dollars a month yeah, I'm going to wrap the show up right now. Um, yeah, it's funny. I, I went to Victoria's Secret. Oh, fuck it. I don't know. Whatever. Let's talk about my tits for two seconds. I went to Victoria's Secret after I got my boobs done and I was like, I was so curious. I wanted them to size me. And they, they said I was a triple D and I'm like, I've made it. Like, I felt like in that moment when she said, you're a, I'm a 34 triple D and she's like, or I was just like, I'm a woman, bitch. I'm a fucking woman. No, it was just such a moment. Uh, Um, I never told that story. I don't know if I ever will. I don't know. I feel kind of, you know how this is another opinion I have about the internet when I'm sick and tired of seeing is people that overshare about all of the work they've had done to the point where it just makes them look like they're a product or like a They're just like a piece of meat that's just getting lasered and snatched and Botoxed and injected and, you know, surgeried. And it's just like, they're, they're like, I want to be as honest and as authentic and as raw to my audience as possible. I don't want to hide anything. I want to share everything and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I don't know. It just feels gross. Like I, that's like private. I feel like, like your medical stuff is just like, just do it and like, I, I've i said this before, but I feel like if you look at certain people and, like, you're like, oh, they're looking a little different, and then you notice their side profile, it's like, oh, they got a nose drop. Like, they don't need to tell you that they did that. You can just tell. Like, or, you know, oh, they're looking a little more awake or nice. Oh, they probably got some Bowie. Like, most chicks are going to know if they're watching you on the internet. Like, oh, she went to a med spa last weekend. Like, oh. Like, we're not stupid, but I ever it's almost like it's become this... Um, Ugh, I just hate the influencer culture. Everyone is like cosplaying too. Do you notice that? They're cosplaying the type of person they want to be and not the person they actually are. You know what I mean? Like, it's so hard because when you're exposed to so many faces, so many videos, so many people all day long on your timelines, on, on your phone, you people start molding into the same person over time. Like, and that's why there's this whole like there's a tiktok voice the way people talk on their videos like it's this or an influencer voice where they pause cuz they're thinking and it sounds like this or whatever like and then there's like cosplaying the like the um the look and the feel of your content meaning like there's a subset of um fashiony influencers where Every single one of their pages looks the same. They're all taking the same types of photos, using the same types of filters. All the sh- shots look similar. It's very like Pinteresty and pretty and like nice. And I don't know. It's like, uh, like I, I don't know. Everything is like rubbing me the wrong way. I'm just like, I just want to see regular ass motherfucking people I can sit around a goddamn campfire with and drink a goddamn Coors Light and shoot the shit with. Like, that's what I want to see. So I started unfollowing like anyone who's like a little too curated, a little too fancy schmancy. I'm like, Oh my God. Um, It's like, get a just, mm. they just want to look a certain, they want to have a certain look and vibe to their shit. Or they, I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard when we live in this world where like you're constantly getting inspiration from other people. It's hard to be original and hard to be unique. And I think uniqueness is your superpower. That's your, that's like the, all you've got, you know, that's what makes you, you. And it's easier said than done. I think, you know, I fall into all the basic bitch, bitch categories. I'm the first one to admit it. But like, sometimes I'm like, God damn, you know, what would it be like to dye my hair purple and fucking turn into like a Western, like a goth Western bitch and that's my brand. Like, I don't know, like doing something so off kilter and just different, because I, just to like be unique. What did I say last week? Or I was like, literally for me to like grow this podcast at this point, it's like, I need to sit in a field in Ohio. I need to paint my body hot pink with Pepto-Bismol. I need to be eating lobster with my bare hands and um, while I'm podcasting, and also getting a back massage from a monkey. While I'm doing it. Like literally. Like it's just insane. Um, or you could just be hot. Apparently that's what sex still still. In uh, breaking news. Uh, sex still sells on the internet. And. It's just it's such an easy route. It's just. It really is. It really. It's so fucking tempting. Just keeping it sexy online. And just getting that. Getting those likes and that attention. is just so appealing I was looking at some archive photos I posted during the pandemic and it is so cringy and and disturbing like I literally have this photo of me in my old apartment in the living room on my ottoman in this romper thing that's super low cut and I didn't have tits at the time and I was fully blonde and I'm like spreading my legs on it and I'm like taking a photo with my self timer on my iphone 7 or some shit and i posted that like what like i got sucked into some stupid ass like slutty (laughs) propaganda or whatever like i just got i was like oh i'll take hot pics too why not i'll post these i don't know there's a way to be like classy and hot at the same time and it doesn't matter just do whatever the fuck you want i'm not against it i'm not i'm just like not for me personally but you do you and I'm not ending this episode what even is it's literally dark out and the dogs need to walk they need to eat the farmer's dog um that'd be a sick sponsorship it's that shit's not cheap and we have two dogs um it's like $193 a month or maybe every two no I don't know I it's a lot um they're happy they're super energetic and I don't know they their poops look healthier and oh I don't like that word poop I need to end this I feel like I'm really winding down all right I love you oh I don't remember when I had a hard time saying that the other week I was like I think it's weird to tell the internet you love them like I love you oh my god bitch I love you so much um love you (laughs) um I'm gonna make dinner walk the dogs feed the dogs post this podcast um yeah thanks so much for hanging out thanks for being here this is a good episode i really enjoyed it today um i always enjoy it sometimes they're better than other times so um thanks so much for hanging out taking the time means a lot to me hope you're having a wonderful holiday season if you're not just keep listening to my podcast it'll help you get through it trust me like i would listen to my own podcast if i was going through it um, i'll be there for you if you're going through a hard time this holiday season um yeah but i hope you know you're keeping your chin up things are well in your life you're healthy you're happy you're having fun um please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now i'm on apple spotify google podcast stitcher breaker overcast wherever you listen to podcasts please hit that subscribe button and finally review the podcast give this a five-star review on the apple or apple or spotify apps helps me out helps me out helps people find out about the show that's it thanks so much for hanging out and i'll talk to you next week bye